Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Welcome back to Such a Lady, and I'm your host, Siobhan. No, I'm not dead. Listen, y'all, I I had to take a break. Like, for real, I know y'all don't really care. Y'all just want the stories, but your girl was, it, it was bad. Like, I, I just needed some time to get myself together. And then afterwards, I was like, these people don't really care. Like, I just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. But for my mental health like guys for real i legit had to take a step back from everything i think i was just burnt out um but i missed you guys so much and i still have stories and i still would love for you all to listen and let's just pretend like this is the next season like you know like shows take breaks i mean listen i know y'all used to watch the fresh prince of bel-air when um Nikki was like six months and then the next season he was like 12 so like like let's pretend like that or like on family matters when um the daughter just disappeared they didn't even say nothing they she she was just gone one episode I think her name was Judy I don't know but that's let's just pretend like that's what happened I missed y'all I did I, I missed y'all and I just want to thank you all who listen to the podcast the people who are new the people who continue to listen even when I was on my sabbatical is that (laughs) but no so let's let's get into it um and hey if you guys really really miss me and you really really um want to show me some love meet me over at such a lady page and um such lady 30 on instagram or you can find us on facebook at such a lady and let me know um you know that you miss me so i can respond and we can show some love and we can get back to our regular schedule programming so let's get to it so the next story i'm sure that you all have heard before but um felt like we should just come back with a bang you know what i mean like like if we gonna go hard or go home and so this story although i know you all have heard about it it's to me it's a really good story like it just goes to show you how people do the craziest things for love and it doesn't have to be love from a man it could just be love period love of money love of whatever but this story is about um the lady who her name is Claudine Petrie. Um, she grew up with her family in Louisiana. Um, now her family used to call her little sticky fingers. <laughs> I'm kidding. They didn't, but they did state that she had a problem with stealing things when she didn't get her way. Now, when, um, Claudine was 24, she met, um, her then 17-year-old husband. That don't sound right, but that ain't my business. But when I was doing the research, I was like 24, 17, 20. The, the math ain't mathing, but let's let's go on. So um, <laughs> she met uh, Rod, and they got married. And Claudine got pregnant, and they call her Claudine Didi. 
Um, so Dee Dee got pregnant and Dee Dee happened to like the name Gypsy and Rod happened to like the name Rose. So Gypsy Rose. I mean, I like the name, but I mean, I bet they really thought they was doing something. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I bet they did. They was like, look, we came up with something. Well, anyway, the marriage didn't last. Um, Rod was like, look, this ain't really what I thought I wanted to do. I know it sounded good at the time, but I'm out. And so Claudine had to go back home with her family. And she moved in with her dad and her stepmom um, with Gypsy Rose. Now, Rod seemed to still be around. He still um, came around. And based on what Rod said, like Gypsy had been having problems since she was a since she was a baby like at three months old uh Dee Dee was telling him that she was having to take gypsy to the hospital because she had sleep apnea and i'm if some of you all don't know what that is that's when you're um you stop breathing when you're sleeping um yeah and that's serious like i have that and i'm an adult so um imagine a baby having that well they run all these tests. She has all these overnight stays in the hospital only to find out that nothing was wrong. Um, she didn't have sleep apnea, but of course, Dee Dee's like, well, if it's not sleep apnea, it gotta be something. So she's having them test her baby. Now, you know, a lot of times when you're, I don't, if you're not familiar with doctors and hospitals and stuff like that, um, if they don't know something or if they need to find out something, sometimes they'll do like what's called exploratory surgery. And so Gypsy had a lot of this, like unnecessary surgeries because her mom thought that she had like a chromosomal a chromosomal disorder. I probably messed that all the way up, but um, yeah, I did, but it's okay. She said that she had muscular dystrophy, um, the poor baby had to use a walker. Like she was going through a lot and they were, you know, in New Orleans and they were living, you know, from paycheck to paycheck because Dee Dee wasn't working and they was getting child support from Rod and the money that they were getting because Gypsy had all these problems. So because Dee Dee wasn't working and she was getting the money for this, she decided she's going to homeschool Gypsy. Okay, well, remember, Claude Dee Dee then moved home with the daddy and the stepmom. And apparently the streets, now I don't know who the streets is, but the streets said that Claudine was um, poisoning her stepmother with Roundup Weed Killer. Not only that, but she was also bouncing checks off walls like she was a basketball player. She had got arrested for some minor um, stuff, you know, just a little here, there. So on top of them saying she was poisoning her stepmama, her getting in trouble, everything like that going on. Um, Claudine is like, you know what? We got to go. It's time for us to go. So they moved to another part um, away from the family. But then Hurricane Katrina happens. And I think for Dee Dee, that was probably the best thing that could have happened. Because 
once they once Hurricane Katrina happened, all of Gypsy's records were gone. So whatever Didi said about her had to be true because everything was gone with the um with Katrina. And I, I don't know if you all remember, but Katrina was horrible. Like so many people lost their lives, so many people had to start over. It was just a bad situation for everyone. And so when she ended up leaving um New Orleans, they ended up going to St. Louis, Missouri. Now, mind you, you know that stepmama that she was fooling with with this Roundup weed killer, all of a sudden she starts getting better. Well, I mean, you don't take a rocket scientist to know that Dee Dee ain't welcome to come back home no more. Like, she didn't go to jail, but you ain't welcome back here. Um, she wasn't, I couldn't find anything that said that she was ever charged with anything for that, but I think they were probably just happy that she was gone. So once she gets to New Orleans, her and, um, Gypsy have this apartment, you know, living from pillar to post and all of a sudden people start hearing about this single mother who has this daughter who has all of these health problems and they had to flee from Katrina and they don't have anything at all. Um, and so Dee Dee is telling these people that her daughter has hearing problem, vision problems. Of course, um, Gypsy is walking with the walker. So, I mean, and just looking at her, you know that something's not right with her. I mean, I'll post some pictures on the Instagram and Facebook page, but you know something's not right with her. Um she has these oversized glasses, her hair is shaved bald. Um, she is missing teeth. So, you know, you, you, if you look at her, you would, you probably wouldn't automatically know what was wrong with her, but you would be like, okay, yeah, something's, something's going on with her. But, um, come to find out there was nothing at all wrong with Gypsy nothing at all it was something wrong with her mother (laughs) like for real like I kid you not because the more like like I said I've heard the story before but it's different when you're doing the research on it because then you get to find out stuff that you didn't find on the tv shows you know they just give you bits and pieces of it but um (laughs) Dee Dee was telling these folks that Rod Gypsy's daddy was a drug addict. He was an alcoholic. Now, why he got to be both? She was so wrong for that. Like, he couldn't just be one. He had to be both. Like, not only am I, <laughs> if I an alcoholic, but I'm a, I'm addicted to drugs too. She didn't have to do that man like that. But while she was telling these people that he was this deadbeat person who left them for dead, he was still sending $1,200 a month in child support. Now, I mean, yeah, this was a while ago, and don't get me wrong, I wasn't even getting $1,200 a month in child support. Like, my daughter's grown now, and I'm not dissing her daddy or nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, I probably got, like, $200. So, that being said, for her to be getting the assistance she was getting for all the lies that she told about um, gypsy and the child support, she could have just said that man was an alcoholic or a drug addict, like one or the other. Pick a struggle. Like she, okay, never mind. So everything's going great. <laughs> y'all, can y'all tell I miss y'all? Listen, everything was going great. Dee Dee, um, 
got these folks believing all these lies she telling them gypsy is going along with the lies um until they run into a doctor um bernardo flasternstein yeah flast flasternstein we gonna call him mr bernardo dr f dr f so I do know that he is a pediatric neurologist, or he was. So I do know that. I know that that's correct. Um, who started asking questions. He started requesting blood work. And finally, he was like, listen, this girl ain't sick. Her mama is, but she's not sick. And so um, he called her out on her stuff. And when the mother couldn't face or answer any of the questions, he decided that he was going to go to his colleagues. Well, the colleagues told him that they knew that something was off, but they told him to handle Dee Dee with glove hands. And I don't know why they said that. I couldn't really figure out why. I don't know if it was because they knew that she was crazy or what, but this lady was milking forget milking the cow like she was just the cow i I mean like she (laughs) she listen they had a house built for them they had this custom-made van like it was probably like if it was back in the day it probably would have been on well pimp my ride like it was it was made just for gypsy um she got free tickets to go to concerts like they didn't have to pay for stuff and her mom was very resourceful so she was she knew about the make a wish she knew like she didn't have a problem contacting these folks asking them hey listen can you help a sister out cuz that's what she did that's how she got paid but i guess i'm a little concerned because although dr f didn't report her he let it be known that he told her that he felt like she had um munchauser proxy by uh munchauser listen let me not lie to y'all let me let me just pull up my notes so i I don't want to have to tell y'all no lies munchausen syndrome by proxy now that's a tongue twister and that is when caregivers create the appearance of health problems in another person typically their children so dr f calls her out he's like listen this is what i think you got stop playing with us stop putting all this stuff on this baby like you're doing too much on her like you're doing too much dd stop like stop um and but he doesn't report her so you okay so then there's a call that comes in and it's an anonymous call. Now, I don't know if it was Dr. F, but somebody called the police and they told the police, like, look, listen, Didi's lying. Gypsy is okay. She can walk. I don't know why um, she's lying, but y'all need to investigate it. So the police go. They talk to Didi. They're like, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, um, what's good? <laughs> what's going on? And Didi's like, listen, I mean, I probably did tell some lies, but I only told some lies because, you know, we trying to get away from Rod, the alcoholic, drug addicted ex-husband. And the police just take her word for it. They don't call him. They don't do none of that. They don't do no research. They don't see if the man is dead. They don't, they don't do, they don't send a message in a bottle, a pigeon, nothing. They don't try to talk to this man. They just close the case out. And so 
Gypsy is still left to pretend like she's sick and Dee Dee's still left to pretend like they this weird family. I don't know. It, the whole thing is weird. But anyway, so Gypsy starts to get older. Now, with her getting older, her mom is still controlling her. Like, when they're out, Gypsy says that her mom will, you know how, like, when your kids are being bad when they're little, you'll, like, squeeze their hand. So when she would say the wrong thing or give the wrong answer in public, her mom would, like, squeeze her hand real tight and stuff like that. And then when they were at home, Gypsy said that her mom would um, backhand her or pick up whatever type of object and hit her with her and stuff like that. Um, I can't even imagine, like, when you think about it, because when you first look at the the young lady, she does look like there's something wrong with her. But if you, like, just look, read up on the story, the lengths that this mother went to, like, she had Botox in this baby in her daughter's mouth so that saliva would just come out. So when she would take her to the doctors, it would look like she couldn't like talk and she would also give her this medicine that would cause her teeth to fall out. So she was doing stuff to purposely cause her to look like she was younger um, and sick. On one particular occasion, her dad said he tried to call her and tell her happy birthday. And Dee Dee said, hey, when you get on the phone with her, don't tell her how old she really is because she thinks she a certain age. Now, listen, I I just tell the story. I don't know these people, but I'm just wondering, like, because if I call my daughter and her daddy say, listen, don't tell her how old she really is, I'm going to have some questions. Like, I mean, can she not count? Like, why, why don't she not know? Like, wh- where's the daddy at? Like, what are you doing? I know you remarried, but some stuff is off. Like, especially if you're looking at pictures of what this little girl looks like and this is your baby and you're hearing these stories. Why are you not more involved? I don't know. But like I said, I don't know. So anyway, she starts to get older. She starts going to these science fiction conventions and these um, fantasy conviction conventions. And I, I don't know. I was looking because I'm nosy. I wanted to know how was you how was you getting there? I mean, I know she was there in a the wheelchair and stuff, but like, how did you, if, if your mom had that much pull on you, was she going to, I, I looked, I really did because I wanted to know. So if that's something that y'all saw and I missed, Hey, let me know. But yeah, so she would go to these conventions and on one, on one particular occasion, she decided she was going to roll out. <laughs> yeah. Wheelchair roll out. Okay. Listen, never mind. Um, she decides she's going to roll out. She rolls out and she, her mom finds her in a hotel room with the guy that she met off the internet. Now, Gypsy is really showing out. She said, listen, if you're going to have me locked up, I'm going to live my best life. And so I guess Didi was like, don't test my gangster because then she starts, she takes the hammer and Gypsy says she um, completely destroys the computer. She takes her cell phone. Like, she's like, no, you cannot have any access to the outside world. Well, Gypsy was like, all right, you got to go to sleep sometime. And so she did. And so, um, Dee Dee goes to sleep and Gypsy gets on the website and see, this will make me mad. They did not have to meet 
on the Christian website. They always trying to do, they always trying to do Christians wrong. They wrong for that. So anyway, she meet this dude on the website. His name is Nicholas. Now, listen, y'all, uh, y'all, I'm finna mess this man. I even, I just want y'all to know this. I even have the little lady tell me the name so I can get it right. So I, it's not on purpose. It's just that some of these people's names just ain't, his name was Nicholas. I think it's Gajan. And if I messed that up, I'm very sorry to you, sir, in prison. Um, so she meets him. And they start talking and Gypsy says that, no, Gypsy arranges for him to come down because the plan is that he's going to come down and they're going to meet. She's going to be with her mom and they're going to accidentally bump into each other. And then her and Nicholas are going to have a relationship and her mom's going to approve of it. And then that's they're going to ride off into the sunset. Well, that's not how it happened. Um, a, I just want to know where... Um, see, I got so many questions. Gypsy, where you getting money to be flying men out? Because I can't even fly myself out. So I don't, you got money, you flying men out. She didn't fly and arrange and everything. So when they get, when he got there, they didn't meet with the mom, but they ended up having sex in the bathroom. So he goes home and they keep talking on the internet. And so then she finally decides, look, she got to go. She's doing too much. Now, Nicholas, his background shows that he does have a history with mental illness, um, indecent exposure. So it kind of seems like he wasn't all there, but I don't know if Gypsy knew that because it kind of seemed like she wasn't out there either. So I don't know if maybe, you know, they say water seeks its own level. So I don't know if maybe they both were kind of not all there, but then I mean, Gypsy might have manipulated him because I mean, she knew wasn't nothing wrong with her, she manipulated the world. So, I don't know. Listen, this is why I love doing these, doing the podcast, listen, watching these shows, reading them, all this stuff is because I legit get invested because I want to know, like, what, what was going on? Like, why was Dee Dee the way that she was? Why did Gypsy, you know, go along with it for so long? Nicholas, where were your parents at? Okay, so anyway, let's get back to the story. Um, So Gypsy flies Nicholas back out. And on this day, um, Gypsy and Dee Dee are going to a doctor's appointment. They're going to the doctor's appointment. They come home. Dee Dee goes to bed. They decide that... It's time, and Nicholas kills Didi. He stabs her over 17 times to the point where her head was almost, um, like, severed. So, like, it was kind of like an overkill. So, he wanted to make sure that she was dead. Um, now, mind you, at this point, nobody knows that Gypsy is okay. Even he doesn't, I mean, he, he knows, you know, I'm sure because they didn't have sex, but he doesn't know to the, he just knows that her mom is abusing her. Now, Gypsy has this um, neighbor who doesn't know that she is as old as she is, but she's kind of like a big sister to Gypsy. And so Gypsy has told her that she's met this guy online and she's told her about him, but she still hasn't told her that there's nothing wrong with her and she can walk. So when the, so 
when they find out that the mother is dead and how they find out is because people are on Facebook, you know, everything's on social media now. And so on, um, on the Facebook page on gypsies, on gypsies, Facebook page, it said, um, the, you know, the BITCH is dead. And so the friends were like, what? Like that's out of character. We haven't heard from them. So, you know, they all rally up because, you know, apparently if you need help, go to St. Louis, Missouri, because they love to help people. They all rally up. They go over to the house and they um, can't get in because the windows are like sealed off. So you can't see in, but they see that the pimped out van is there. So they know that something's not right because they know that they can't leave without the pimped out van. So they call 911, but 911 said they got to wait on the warrant. So one of the friends is like, well, I'll just climb through the window. So the police is like, well, yeah, go ahead, climb through the window. So that's when they find that Dee Dee had been killed. Um, so now everybody's worried because they're like, okay, Dee Dee is dead, but Gypsy's not here. Her wheelchairs are here. Her oxygen is here. Her medications are here. So even if she's not dead, she's not going to be alive for long because she doesn't have anything she needs to survive. So remember that big sister I was telling y'all about? She comes through in a cut, finally. Because so many people felt. So I just really, I mean, I don't condone what Gypsy did, but so many people failed her. Like even in my notes, I have failed everywhere. Failed, failed, failed. The doctor, Dr. F failed. The police failed. The dad failed. You know what I mean? Like even when social services got involved, failed. Like, oh my goodness, so many times that this little girl could have gotten help and she was failed. That's so sad. But Anywho, so they're looking for the big sister says, well, listen, I know that she's been online and I know that she has this boyfriend and the police get on TV and they're like, listen, don't y'all get no more money to that GoFundMe account that they set up for, for Gypsy and the mama like, don't listen. Everything does not always appear as what it seems. That's what they said. So they were like, y'all need to chill out, like fall back till we find out what's going on. And what ended up happening was they found Gypsy and her boyfriend. And not only did they find her, they found her and they found the $4,000 that they had taken from um, Dee Dee. Then not only that, the murder, the murder weapon they had mailed so that hopefully they wouldn't get caught with it. Um, and so they had went out of town. They had gotten a hotel room. I don't really know what they thought. I don't know what I've noticed in a lot of the, the crimes and stuff that I see is that a lot of times people will put so much effort into the killing that they don't even think about the aftermath. Like, what do you do next? Like, are we going to Mexico? Like, are we going somewhere where they don't have no, you know, um, way to bring, what's it called? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, oh man, I'm gonna wake up at two o'clock in the morning. I'm remember it. Um, what's it called? Where you, okay, never mind. Cause now I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, but, um, yeah, so they don't, they don't put any time or effort into what are we going to do after the murder has happened? Like, what are we going to do when they find out that I can walk? What are we going to do when they find out that I set this into motion? Um, so they found Gypsy and Nicholas 
and they brought them back on a $1 million bail. And Gypsy started talking and she started saying what her mother had done to her. And it's really sad because um, a lot of the stories on here, it kind of puts me between a rock and a hard place because I know the killing is never okay. But when you think about all of the things that her mother did to her, you know what I mean? Um, what other and all the people that failed her, like what other options did she have? I mean, I don't know. Y'all tell me. Go comment. Leave a message. Tell me what other options did she have? Also, listen, if y'all got some stories that y'all want me to do um, a podcast on, let me know. Listen, I'm here for y'all. I work for (laughs) y'all. But Gypsy ended up getting 10 years. She ended up getting, she ended up taking a plea deal and she's scheduled to get out in 2023. Nicholas, not so much, which I was reading up on that. And I kind of felt like with his mental um, illness and the way that they kind of shouted it so loud when he got arrested, I kind of felt like maybe he wouldn't get as much time as he got. But from everything I read, he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. So, um, dang that, I mean, that kind of sucks, but that's, that's our story. And that is the story of Claudine Didi Blanchard and Gypsy Rose Blanchard. And it felt good to be back guys. I missed y'all. I can't wait to see y'all again. Well, see y'all Lord Jesus. I can't wait to talk to y'all again next week. And, um, Hey, Don't forget to be great on purpose. Thanks for listening to Such a Lady.